Hello and welcome to Huddersfield Town Extra Time, live from the Select Car Leasing Stadium in Reading. I'm joined by Mel Booth, formerly of the Examiner, and Dave Hartrick, currently of the Examiner and Opta. Um, Mel, 4-3 away from home against Reading, 3-all uh, at half-time. That was a, a crazy game of football. Can you try and sum it up for us very quickly, please? Uh, yeah, it's one of those where ultimately the result is everything. So to, to go down there and get a win, complete a double over Reading this season, it's five wins out of, out of the last seven, unbeaten in nine, up into the top six. You know, there's there's not much to complain about and a fantastic hat-trick from, from Danny Ward as well. So a great result. Everybody will be coming back from down there. Very buoyant indeed, all the fans who made the journey. Uh, and, you know, it was a bit of a crazy game, but at the end, you've just got to make sure you come out on the right end of it. And that's the biggest thing for town this afternoon. They've come out with a brilliant win. Yeah, um, Dave, I don't want to bury the lead and, and talk about anything else to start with. Let's let's go with Danny Ward. Um, Hat-trick for him. The, the third one was unreal. Uh, the first couple were what he's been doing all season. This is a performance his, his season's been building towards, I feel. It's, it kind of underlines how good he's been in a town shirt this year. Yeah, I, me and Steve Chicken have written various pieces for the examiner and taken a few pelters in the comments from time to time earlier on in the season when his all his underlying numbers were exactly the same as they are now. He just wasn't he wasn't getting as many chances to score as he is. And now they've found more ways to actually get him chances in front of goal. I know his second goal was a sort of, you know, an absolute gift from the keeper, but you've got to be in the right areas and your team has got to be working to find you in the right areas to score those goals. Yeah. And he's just discovered his, his scoring touch again. And it, 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 like it's he's a really likeable player because his work rate is obscene. You know, the yes. amount of work he gets through is just incredible. So to see him get his reward like that, it's just it's it's quite heartwarming, really. Yeah, he's run his blood to absolute water again today. He presses from the front, which is you know no small part of what Carlos's system is supposed to be. The team doesn't function um, without a player of, of that type doing that job up front, and it, it can be a bit you know thankless at times for, for want of a better word but today he well and truly got his thanks and he, he's going on with a hat-trick ball Mel are, are there many you know forwards uh, performances as complete as that as have you seen in, in your time covering town um, I mean there have been some really good centre forward performances <laughs> but just to echo what Dave said you know Danny Ward has been playing really well for a big chunk of this season, before mm. the ball was flying in the back of the net, he was doing yeah. a great job for the team. And, you know, centre-forwards, they don't always get uh, the credit they deserve because, you know, it goes elsewhere. And, you know, he's been playing so well for so long. I know he had that little run where I think he scored in three consecutive games or what it was, but then, you know, to get a hat-trick and to, to finish it with such a... a Great finish. I mean, he was involved in the move as well, flicking on the header mm, uh, yeah. before the ball came back to him. And, you know, what a finish. That was just a, 
sensational flick. But like Dave says, it's just as important to be in the in the right positions previously when the keeper spilled the ball and obviously when the shots had been pinballing around before the first one. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he, he's, he's got an eye for goal. There's no doubt about that. But he does a great job for the team as well. And that's what you want your centre forward to do. And he's come back to the club. When he was here previously, he was thought of more as a wingman. Uh, but he's come back to the club with decent figures, you know, down at Cardiff. And, uh, you know, he's, he's come back in and really showed what he's about. He's a very good championship centre-forward. Yeah, um, I think the other person that probably needs some discussion today and, and singling out a little bit is the, the head coach, Carlos Corbron. He, he threw caution to the wind a little bit today, Dave. He went for four at the back, two attacking full-backs, a very attacking lineup and bench. Uh, all of the substitutions were of an attacking ilk. Um, this was a Carlos putting his his chips down a little bit more than perhaps what people have been used to previously, and you know it's come off for him. Is this an afternoon where a, a mentality shift has, has has happened a little bit for Tal? I, I, on, I honestly I don't know, but what I will say is that the sort of the goal at the moment is to try and win your win your home games and draw your away games. And Town drew their home game. They had to do it the other way around this week and they had the perfect opportunity to do it because Reading, you know, they were they were there for the taking from the off. They're not, they're, they're where they are in the table for a reason. And it was, it was good to see Corbyn roll the dice today and say, do you know what? No matter how crazy it gets, I'm still going to go for it. I'm still going to push because the win was always there for them in that game. So the fact they did get over the line as well, I think is big because there was a spell second half where Reading just pushed two more extra bodies into forward positions and tried to sort of load the box up and create a bit of chaos and town stood firm. And I think that was important to see the game out because I think the first, the first half an hour defensively town were, all over the shop, but then they steadied and then they saw it out with a really good half an hour. So yeah, bit of a roller coaster. Not sure if it means a shift in mentality longer term, but certainly I think it shows that town can now target games that they want to target for three points. They have the squad, the capability, the system and the coach who will do that now. Yeah, that might be the, the better point then, Mel, but having perhaps sense a little bit of vulnerability, Carlos had some adjustments and, and, and sensed a, an opportunity to, you know, roll the dice a little bit more and, and took it rather than playing in a similar manner as he, as he has done against uh, teams who might cause town a bit more problems. And, you know, you, you sit there after a 4-3 and it'd be disrespectful to say that Reading didn't cause problems. But, you know, it goes to Dave's point of it, it being a game where town just wanted to, to win it and get the three points, which they have done. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it was a, a great, so like, great to see Pippa back in the side there for, you know, uh, it came in for Oli Turton, didn't he, the, the one change. And I think, you know, his selection alone showed that attacking intent. Mm -hmm. He was keen to get forward. He was on the ball quite often. There was real intent with everything he did. Uh, and he caused Reading a lot of problems. Sober Thomas did much the same as well. Sober Thomas yeah. was very, very positive in pretty much everything he did. And That's uh, the combination you know, was, I actually wanted to, to touch on, Mel. Sorry to, to jump in. Yeah, that combination between Pipper and Sober, that was one of Sober's strongest showings when he's not played wing-back, when he's actually played as a, a true winger. And it almost was because Pipper was taking some of the attention away from him with his overlapping runs, with his attacking intent. 
Reading didn't know where to track Pippa or where to track Sober, and that allowed them both a lot of space, a lot of time, and, and they dovetailed quite nicely in a very attacking sense down that right. I think so, definitely. And, you know, you've got to, you've got to remember these guys are learning on the hoof as well. You know, this is big, big breakthrough season for Sober Thomas, and he's, and he's not... He's not dipping much. He has had a little dip, but he's back again. And he's clearly learned from the experience. And now he's, you know, he is showing us week after week. I mean, towards the end with those clever little throw-ins to wind the clock down, you know, little things like that, the little professional touches that you pick up along the way. And uh, I think, you know, he's, he's having a terrific season and it can only help to have other attacking positive players around him. And that's not detracting from what happened on the other side either. Josh Caroma's not had the greatest of games today, but Daniel Sanani was in and out of it with some important touches. Lewis kept driving forward at times. And I, I thought personally, as the game went on, I thought Hoggy was more in, you know, influential mm. uh, and helping to guard that back line as well. So, you know, there were good things in that performance. And as you rightly say, the attacking threat down that right-hand side is uh, is quite phenomenal and it seems to be gaining momentum. Yeah, Dave, one of the people I wanted to pick on that, that Mel's mentioned there is Danel Sanani. He's, he seems to have sprung into life for town over the, the past couple of months since his first goal. And it, it was one of those where we, we were, you're saying, you know, in the press box and things between ourselves, he just needs one and then he'll be away and that seems mm-hmm. to be the, the case. And it's it's not as if he's making small contributions. These are telling contributions that are making a real difference in matches. It equalises winning goals. Is 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 this the Danel Sanani that we need to be seeing for town for the rest of the season? Yeah, very much so. I, I, I text Steve Chicken 12 minutes in because he was going at a rate of a shot every three minutes, I think it was. <laughs> he clearly sensed that little space inside which he really likes to operate and he what I thought he did really well today is Reading adjusted to try and cut that channel off so he sort of gathered himself together and and tried to attack a different way but I thought what was interesting today about Sonani more than anything else I think that's his best showing defensively I thought the work he did off the ball was so much more sharper and tactically aware today and I think that he almost played the Dwayne Holmes role today because Dwayne Holmes is really really good at just dropping a little bit deeper sensing the danger cutting channels off and I thought Snani was really really good at that today and that's not it's not something I've really noticed about him before so it's clearly something he's working on quite a lot and in a way games that's vital you know that's that's 70% of his role really so yeah, I think that was I think that was good to see, and like you get a def- you get a goal from a big deflection like that when when you're playing well and things are going for you. That's what happens, you know. You you end up earning yeah. those little bits of luck, and yeah, you know it's it's he's doing well. Let's let's hope it continues. Yeah, fingers crossed because, like you say, it does bring town a lot of versatility in that final mm. third. Uh, the way he drifts inside and plays 10 sometimes is really nice. And like you, you touched on, he finds pockets of space for shots and and that's how that equaliser came about. Uh, Mel, one of the things I wanted to, to question you about was um, the, the depth that Town seemingly now have with you know the, the full breadth of the squad being used. We obviously moved, as we, we said earlier, from a, a three at the back to a four, which is one sign of some versatility. But two of the substitutions, Josh Ruffles and John Russell, who we saw start and play really well against Burnley in the Cup, 
they both came on and, and, and you know, made contributions themselves. They were, you know, handled themselves as well as anybody won the situation they came into. Is that another positive for town going into the second half of the season, getting into the business end of the year now that we have a, a full squad that can contribute whenever they need to? Because that is something that, that Carlos has suggested previously. And he's, he said that the only reason those players aren't playing more is because the players ahead of them are still playing so well. Yeah, With, without a doubt, Raj. Yeah, you know, there's there's backup everywhere you look. There's good backup. I mean, you know, there's Levi Colwell to come back into that defence as well. And you know, yeah. he's, I know he's still only a teenager, but he's a he's a pretty good and promising teenager <laughs> who we think is going to make uh, you know make make waves at a much higher level in the future. Um, but yeah, these guys are keen to get into the action, aren't they? You could see that mm. in the cup tie. You could see it today. They want to get into the team. They want to make a contribution. They want to show what they can do when they get on. And they have got attributes, you know. So there's, there, there, there is good backup there. And, there, you know, Jordan Rhodes to come on. We know all about Jordan. Uh, for Danny Ward at just the right time, gives you that little bit of balance, that little bit of hold-up play. And, you know, there are there are more down the squad as well. We've seen from the B team the way that people are p- performing in there. Um, and, you know, some of the signings that we've seen recently of the younger lads, that all adds to the future of the club. And, you know, it's a great position to be in, as you say, with the business end of the season coming, not too many injuries around. Uh, and it's 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 a really good position for Carlos to be in. Yeah, Dave, as we said, you know, business end, I don't want to wear that phrase out, but <laughs> Stoke City next at home on Friday night, they're a team in and around where we are in the table, right at the top end. Uh, it was a, a narrow game last time when we went to the Potteries and, and missed out there 2-1. I actually took the lead. With this game behind us, with this buoyant mood, is this the sort of game that might galvanise town, you know, especially in those conditions in front of their home home to, uh, crowd, sorry, to, to put in a, a real performance and statement of intent against a team that is, you know, got the same sort of ambitions that we do? Yeah, I, th- I think if you win any game 4-3, you come off the pitch absolutely buzzing. So it'll be, it'll be a good week on the training pitch because everybody will just be desperate for the next game, particularly Danny Ward. So yeah, I, I think it I think it is a good set of circumstances for them. I think it's also a good game to come off in the sense that I think Stoke are, are decent. I think you're gonna need to score twice to beat them because they are they are a good side. And I think coming off a four goal performance like that, where they, they could have had a couple more as well. It was a crazy game. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's that's the sort of bounce you want going into that. And it'll be it'll be tough. But you come out of that game having seen that performance and you think, okay, well, for for all that first half an hour was sort of crazy at the back, you've also got to respect they adjusted and they tactically tinkered and they got themselves right and they saw it out really professionally. And it was like the last sort of 15, 20 minutes, I think one of the things I noted was they're just so streetwise. Mel mentioned those little throw-ins from Sorba, but everyone on the pitch was just so much more savvy than they have been, you know, particularly, I don't want to echo back to last season all the time, but they were the things they just weren't doing last season to see games out. And it was costing them time and time again. So just being that little bit more streetwise, is just serving them so well this season. Yeah, Mel, it's a, it's a you know, it's a strong point. And, but the, the sort of the learning curve that they've been on is, is something that you've mentioned. And it's not just them, but the, the coach as well. He's still young, he's still in his 30s. 
it is something that that would have taken a bit of time, and and they are showing, you know, the the fruit of the labour for that now. Is this the feeling that you get after a four three? The feeling that you get after some of the narrow wins, the plenty of three twos that we've been on the right end of this year. You know the 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 way that the squad talk about themselves. Lee Nichols in his his pretty much press conference talking about how this is the best dressing room he's ever been in, and now he's playing football with his best mates. I mean, there's platitudes that players say just to placate people, but not statements as strong as those don't come out for a laugh. Is that showing itself on the pitch? Is is it that sort of mentality and atmosphere that allows sides to to be more than some of their own parts and and you know do things that people don't expect of them? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that happened in 2017, didn't it? So, you, you know, the, the, there is a fairly recent example there of <laughs> a, a very similar situation to this where no one expected it and yet it happened. You know, and the pressure is, you know, this this sort of run that, that, that we're on is, is creating pressure on the others. You know, Stoke lost today. Coventry lost today. Mm. They're all trying to make up ground. You know, if, if if we can win on Friday night, nine points ahead of Stoke City. So, you know, it's it. this is creating pressure on the other challengers. And Town just keep banging in those wins. You know, however it comes about, like you said, there have been quite a lot of close games, but they're managing to get on the right end of them by doing more of the right things, as Dave has just said. So... Yeah, it's 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 a great situation to be in. A home game to come, a big home game. It won't be an easy game, but you know, n- never better than at the moment. You know, this is a great time to play them, and uh, there'll be a lot of confidence in that squad, and that squad certainly will be pulling for each other because you can see it. You can see it game after game. Yeah, well, that's a, I think that's a great note to end this one on, Mel. There's there's plenty of tickets left for the John Smith Stadium on Friday night. There's no better place to be on Friday night than than supporting town and getting behind the lads. They'll, they'll need it and they deserve it. So, so come down and, and join us for that one. And uh, thank you very much to you two. I'm slightly worried the, the team coach is going to leave me behind now. I don't want to get left in Berkshire. I'd rather be back home in West Yorkshire. So thank you very much, Dave. Thank you, Mel. And thank you to Sportsbroker for sponsoring the show.